B98.5's Tad, Drex and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. Growing up, you had friends coming over to your house. If you weren't anxious, it's because you were ignorant. Hmm. Because every family has got that one little tiny thing that's off. And if you can't think of anything, it's because you fall into the ignorant pile. Because <laughs> you just like, sometimes you're just not aware that this is odd. But I'm here to tell Matthew McConaughey, whose wife posted this rare family photo mm-hmm. of him cutting his children's hair. The man is a millionaire. Why are you cutting? You have no formal training <laughs> in cutting hair. Let me understand this. Hold on. So Matthew McConaughey has two boys. I think they're like like 14 and 10 or something yeah, like that. two boys and a girl. There's a picture of Matthew cutting the boys' hair. Millionaire. At home. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey at Why? home deciding that he's going to cut his kids. It's just... My wife had trained as a hairdresser. Yeah. And my kid goes to sport clips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing, dude? That would be odd if you're like those yeah. little boys' friends and you walk in and like you see Matthew McConaughey uh, cutting the hair of like your your buddy's brother. What are you, right. like, Why are you doing that in here? They have places for that. You could see the picture. It's on the Tad Drex and Kara Facebook page. It's just so weird to it's, me. It's sweet, but it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yes. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't have to be bad or even embarrassing, mm-hmm. but it's just a little bit off. I always had to warn my friends about my dad. Like, <laughs> he, I mean, if you've listened to the show at all and you've heard us talk about my dad, he is a character 110% of the time. We've not only heard the stories, Kara, but, but we've, you do the voice we've heard too. the voice before, Kara. <laughs> so if he knew that we had friends over, he would come home from work and try and scare us in one of his like crazy masks. We went to Epcot Center like <laughs> when I was five and he bought like all these crazy, it was a Dracula mask and a old witch face and a unicorn with the horn cut off was he drinking back in the day did he spend too much time in germany nope daddy's never been a drinker Mm. but he would come home wearing these crazy get-ups and do his best to scare us or embarrass the bejesus just for just to to get the kicks out of it yep just because the thing about your family that's just a little bit uh, 404-741-0985. We've got Elisa on hold incoming mm-hmm. who says that her dad's other family lived next door. All right. Okie dokie. <laughs> Tad Drex and Kara talking about that little tiny thing that was just a little bit off about your family and might have given you some anxiety when you had friends coming over to the house. Tad, I'm not so sure like why you find this so weird, but Matthew McConaughey was caught cutting his son's hair at home. Yeah, it's weird because there's uh, places to get your hair cut. He's a millionaire. The only thing I can think of is that he thinks he's being irreverent or maybe his parents cut his own. You look at him, especially some of the early pictures, I'm sure his parents cut his hair. Well, (laughs) so you bring up something interesting. Maybe the weird things that your parents did when you were growing up were passed down from their parents. Right. And it's difficult to recognize how weird it is unless you consult with other people or even think about it. And maybe I don't think it's weird because my mom used to cut our hair. She still cuts my hair, my dad's hair, my brother's hair. Yes. No formal training. No formal training. Of course.
There's so much weird stuff going on in East, in East Cobb. Yeah, right. At Kara's compound? Yeah, I would, you don't even want to know. In my fantasy land, your dad like complains while your mom's doing it. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah he's doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one. The thing that was a little bit off about uh, my family is that my stepdad, and I still to this day, I'll never know the, the I don't even think he could answer the question. Five o'clock in the morning, he would be down in the basement of our house, sitting in this old chair with a piece of wood over the top of it, and he would sit there for hours every morning writing college footballs. I know the way you guys are looking at me right now, it's like, what? Where are you going with this? Yeah. Writing college football statistics on little pieces of paper. For what? Like quarter size, quarter to a regular sheet of paper, little tiny pieces of paper. Like scores or players? Rain Man, a beautiful mind, the just... Just because. College football. Now, mind you, very knowledgeable. If you're into football, he could tell you where everybody went to college and all that. But I went, I remember asking him as like a 10-year-old kid. I was like, why? What are you doing? Yeah. And he's like... Oh, I couldn't answer. And I'm like, is there any way you can make money doing this? Like, even at 10, <laughs> I understood. You could put it together. <laughs> this <that> is weird. <laughs> this was the habit of a crazy person. Right. I was going to say, that sounds like it's such a fine line between, oh, it's his little hobby. It's something he likes to do in the basement, yeah. too. He probably needs to go stay somewhere for 28 days and talk about <laughs> it. There was a reason he did it in the basement, too. Right. Like, I didn't have to explain it. This just right. ha- <laughs> That's the room. Don't go in there. Uh, Lisa and coming, what was the thing that was a little bit off about your family? So when I was growing up, my dad's other family lived next door to us. So whoa, like, whoa, I was... whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> your, dad's your dad's other, other family. family. So this was like a sister wife situation? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He divorced the other lady and married my mom. So, so I was younger and the kids next door were a little bit older. And it wasn't until I was much older that I realized how strange it was that, like, these two next-door neighbors had been married to the same to the same guy, yeah. And now, did your dad take up with the neighbor, or was it, like, purposely, like, let's live next to each other so that dad can just kind of, right. you know, swing between both houses? Um, my mom is just such a kid person and so kind, and, you know, she was his second wife, and so I think before my siblings and I were born, I think she was just like, oh, if, that, if it's easier for you and it's better for your kids, like we can live next door. So your mom yeah. agreed to live next yeah. door Voluntarily, to yeah. your dad's, dad's ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah. Wow, that is next level. I had, love it. Yeah, you always had friends to hang out with. It's right? refreshing, actually. It's a it's the ideal. Ideal? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean, it kind of felt like they were just like our cousins. Yeah. Huh. That they were half siblings. It's just kind of weird. But you're saying it's ideal, Ted? You would like no, this I'm saying setup? that's a great arrangement. Putting the kids first is always right. the best. Listen, we didn't work out. Doesn't mean our kids need to suffer. And y'all were able to live right there and be a part of each other's lives. Trust me. I'm moving to Utah as soon as I get the chance. (laughs) Let's play Beat Shazam. Five seconds to name that tune. There's been a lot of talk about the fact that uh, a lot of uh, artists are turning down King Charles um, to perform at the coronation. Oh. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of people are saying, oh, so. Big shots. uh, Yeah, busy that day. So uh, our category on Beat Shazam today is going to be artists who are invited to perform for the king, um, all but one have said no, starting with the first one, Kara, artist and title. Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. 
Spice Girls. Wanna be? Correct. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. They say they're too busy to rehearse. All right, Rex, are you ready for <laughs> yeah. your first song? People who are invited to perform at King Charles Coronation. Come on, Harry, we want to say goodnight to you. I believe that would be Harry Styles and As It Was. Yes, sir. says uh, that they're on a break from touring and it'd be difficult to get them all back together for an event. What? So, oh, he wants, does he want all of One Direction? No, he just wants like Harry's key band members. Oh, like okay. Harry needs to perform. He needs his key band members. Okay. Uh, back over to Kara. This is Beach Zam. People who are invited to perform for the king, but have, most of them turned him down. Adele, fire to the rain? No. Uh, Rolling in the deep. We could have had it first. Everybody else has made an excuse. Adele just says, no comment. <laughs> Which says more than anybody yeah, right? else is selling. People are like, oh, no, i got to do my hair that night. She's like, no comment. Uh, Drex, your next song, mm-hmm. Beach Shazam. Oh, gosh. I mean, I can hear it in my head, but I can't put my finger on who that is. Photograph Ed Sheeran. Oh. So you can keep me inside the pocket of your ripped jeans. Other commitments. Holding he said no as well. Other commitments. Uh-huh. Too busy yeah, with... kind of sad. Too busy with tingly teds. <laughs> All right. Back over to you, Kara. Final round. Elton John, I'm still standing. Yes. I'm still standing. Currently on tour. <laughs> Won't be there. Like also, 100% Team Diana. Yeah. Oh, so, who said yes? Uh, I'll tell you who said yes. This guy. What? That's so random. Really? I know. Not even British, to my knowledge. No, yeah. Oh, Who Lionel Richie? Yeah. And? Hello? Is that my last song? That's your oh, last okay. song. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. And it's a tie game All on right. Beach of well, <laughs> Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. We are brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Lori and Kennesaw. Hey. Can you kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? Yeah, Kara, I'm going to need you to make like a Jordan Peele movie and get out. Oh, Jordan Peele movie. I'm out of here, Lori. Don't try to understand it. Yeah, right. Um, So (laughs) Kara is going to leave the studio. We're going to ask you these five trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she pays $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm so ready. All right, here we go. Question number one. Former Atlanta United star Joseph Martinez has listed his $2 million Sandy Springs house for sale. What sport does he play? Soccer. 
Number two, Pete Davidson and his mom appear in a new commercial for Smart Water. True or false, Pepsi owns Smart Water. That's true. Number three, new study says even teeth cost more. The Tooth Fairy paying out more than this time last year. What's the financial term for a dramatic rise in prices? Inflation. Number four, the Braves announced an Outcast bobblehead night on May 26th. Name the two members of Outcast. Oh, Big Boy and Oh, no. um, Pete Davidson. Uh, number five, new Super Mario Brothers movie has moved up its release date by two days to April 5th. The very first Mario Brothers Nintendo cartridge came with a bonus game. Do you remember that game? Was it Donkey Kong? Bring Kara back in. It was a good guess there, Lori, but it was wrong. All right, uh, Lori struggled a little bit. Yeah, we'll see what happens when we ask Kara the same questions. All right, here she is. I just wrote down and locked in my answer to number five. Well, it's you a better. Good question. You have to know it, yeah. Kara, are you ready for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one, Joseph Martinez plays what sport? Soccer. That's what Lori said, one to one. Number two, true or false, Pepsi owns Smartwater. That's false. It is false. Lori was very confident when she said true. Actually, Coke owns Smart. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Two to one. Number three. What's the financial term for dramatic rise in prices? Inflation? Yeah, that's the new buzzword this year. That's what Lori said. Three to two. Kara's up. Number four. Name the two members of Outcast. Big Boy and Andre 3000. Lock that in, Lori. Andre 3000. She missed that. Four to two. She said Pete Davidson. We, we definitely know we definitely know Lori is under the age of 32. <laughs> no, you didn't have to call me out like that. <laughs> Question number five. The very first Mario Brothers Nintendo cartridge came with a bonus game. Do you know what that game was? It was my favorite. It was Duck Hunt. Did That's you lock it in? Down, right I locked see. it in right, right here. Duck right. Hunt. Everybody in the studio got it right except for Lori. Final oh. score this morning, 5-2. to two. Lori and Kenneth saw you smarter than Kara. Uh, no, I'm not. All right, Kara. Your new record, 1,406 wins, 45 losses. <laughs> Sorry, Lori. That's okay. Congrats, Kara. It's crazy that they gave Duck Hunt away because didn't it come with a gun? Like, don't you, isn't it coming with a special controller? Yeah. I think the original Nintendo pack, if you had to look back, Came with, came came with all of those things. One controller and a, and a gun, right. and the Mario oh, Brothers God. came with Duck That Man. makes yeah. sense. All right, so listen, no cash, <laughs> but you got some education, some education, <laughs> and you got some BB Rexit tickets, Tabernacle, June 23rd. Awesome. That's great. They're on sale, livenation.com. We play twice every weekday morning at 635 and 735. If you want, just go sign up, taddrexandkara.com. Giving you the stuff you need so you can start your crazy day. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. 725, we're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Clouds still warm today with a high of 76. 61 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? We'll see if you're part of the 86% of parents that are missing a very important puzzle piece in just a moment. But (laughs) have you guys noticed an increase of places wanting a tip? Sometimes it's the strangest place. I, I don't know if this is normal, Kara. I was getting my hair cut yesterday. Maybe it's normal for women, but the, they take you back to wash your hair. That's a separate person that does yes. it, and that person wanted a tip. Yes, you always tip the person who washes your hair and then the person who cuts your hair. Okay. Find a place yeah. where it's the same person. But yeah, I mean, in just terms of regular tipping, the pandemic, it's like we felt like we needed to tip. 
you know, the staff in the kitchen mm-hmm. and stuff because it was hard times. But that has not gone away. They're right. still flipping that iPad around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That little screen, they turn it around and they ask you how much you want to tip. And the pressure really does get real. I never really know what to do. I always like throw something out there. But there's a name for it and it's called guilt tipping. Yeah. So consumer advocate Clark Howard says tipping like this is not mandatory. And leave it in cash. That way you know it's actually going to go to the employees and not be scarfed up by the manager or the owner of that location. So if you're going to leave it in cash but don't feel like you don't need to. Don't feel like you have to because it's not mandatory. And that could be another trend that came out of the pandemic. During the pandemic is when managers of restaurants probably started collecting a pool of all the tips Mm -hmm. and distributing it to everybody, Everybody. including themselves, including maybe themselves. Yeah. Yeah, And then when you leave a tip on your credit card, they take out the processing fees Mm -hmm. typically from the tips that you leave. Listen, if you're getting takeout, too, you have the food. It's in the box like you're going away. They're not going to remember what you look like and be like. Two weeks later, you go in for a pizza, and they're like, that guy. I think you remember if someone stiffs you. Yeah. Drex, they remember you for other reasons. True. Your reputation (laughs) precedes you. (laughs) Oh, guy that took his shirt off in the middle of the restaurant. Remember him? Lots of body hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, I thought this was interesting. 86% of parents say that they are not getting enough parenting breaks every day. That was not what I was guessing. Or second. So it's super important to have just a little bit of time for yourself during the day, even if it's just a few minutes. And sometimes parents have to get creative, like my husband, who always seems to need to use the bathroom when I need to take a break. Apparently, 40% of parents do the same little trick, having to go to the bathroom to get a little respite. And then another 34% pretend to be asleep. So do you guys wow. like have a particular hiding spot that you go to get a moment of peace? Yeah, I mean the bathroom is the go-to spot, especially the basement bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. nobody's going to bother you down, you down there. there. <laughs> what about you, Kara? Yeah, work. Work? Yeah. You're here, you're escaping right <laughs> this now. This is my escape. <laughs> you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad Drex and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. So, Melinda, there was a lady named Susie that was working for you that ultimately you just fired, but you're regretting doing that. Do I have all that right? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. Why don't you take us through the whole thing? She, how, what capacity was she working for you as? She's been cleaning my family's house for more than 10 years, but she's so much more than my cleaning lady or she was because I fired her and I just feel terrible. So are you saying you guys were, even though she worked for you, technically you guys had a relationship? Yes. I mean, she was my friend. Um, That's why I was really hurt when I found out that she knew that my husband had been cheating on me. Oh. Oh, that's terrible. Okay. So she she knew before you knew that your husband was having an affair. I understand it. Yes. I mean, for sure. Yes. Is that why you fired her? When I caught my husband, he and I got into a huge argument, and in the middle of the argument, he said that he was shocked that I was just finding out because he said even the housekeeper knew I was messing around on you. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So so this boils down to Melinda. You probably feel a little bit betrayed. Susie, who you considered a friend, knew you were getting cheated on and didn't say anything. Yeah, but in retrospect... I think it was not fair of me because, yes, we're friends, but also I'm her employer, and I don't, I think that was an impossible position for her. 
But in the moment, I told her that I felt betrayed and that I didn't think she was the type of person to put her job over a friendship. And I fired her and we were both crying. And I think I was completely in the wrong. And so now you'd like to have her back? I'd like to apologize. I don't think she's going to come back and work for me and I wouldn't blame her. How long has it been since this all happened? Almost five weeks. Another point I was going to make is this woman, Susie, worked for you, but did she not also work for your husband? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wrote the checks, but yeah, totally. You're right. And also, you know, you can never say anything to people about their relationships. Like if your friend's husband is a jerk, you never can say anything because you never know if they're going to get back together. Then you're really in the middle of it. Then it's like, well, Susie said you're cheating on me. Well, what does Susie know? Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Here Mm -hmm. we go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame Susie for staying out of it. I also don't blame you for doing what you did. And I'm also not surprised that here you are now. I mean, you poor thing. Your husband is no longer in your life and your friend slash housekeeper is no longer in your life. I really appreciate you saying that because I really blame myself. I don't think it was fair of me to take out my hurt on Susie. And I want to like offer her. Anyway, I just want to say I'm sorry so badly. Well, Just give us a couple of minutes. We're going to try to get Susie on the phone, and we're going to help you ask her for that forgiveness next, okay? Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Just talking to Melinda, who fired her housekeeper after 10 years. This was not only her employee, but also her friend. Mm -hmm. Why did she fire her? Because Melinda found out that her husband had been cheating on her and that Susie knew the whole time but didn't say anything. Wow, yeah. Since then, Melinda realized Susie was in a tight spot. And, of course, she wasn't going to say anything and really misses her friend and wants to get her forgiveness. So, Melinda, you can hear the phone ringing. We're just waiting for Susie to pick up here. And see if we can ask her for your... Hello? Hey, Susie. This is Tad, Drex, and Kara calling from B98.5. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. What's up? We understand you were kind of caught in the middle of a cheating scandal. You guys are like lawyers or something? No, or not lawyers. No. More, more just kind of like checking in to see if you're doing okay. You know, we heard about Melinda's husband cheating on her, and it ended up costing you your job. It was a strange situation. Yeah, and, you know, I tried telling her. Oh, you did? Not like, quote-unquote, telling her, but I left some hints. Can you share with us what those hints were? Yeah. If Melinda wants to see me again and has any questions, I'll answer them. I really miss her. Well, we're pretty sure she misses you, too, because mm-hmm. she is on the other line. This is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. And Melinda reached out to us because she wanted our help getting your forgiveness for firing you. I'm really sorry for dismissing you like that. I was hurt and I took it out on you and that was wrong. I know, but I don't, I don't think that I can come back and clean for you. I'm not asking you to. I just wanted to apologize. Am I the only one that wants to be a little selfish for a minute, you guys? What? I mean, I'm just dying to know. And we don't have to if if Susie and Melinda don't feel comfortable about it, but I'd love to know what these hints were. Yeah, Melinda, do you know what she's talking about when she says she's leaving hints for you? No. Well, you know, I couldn't just, like, tell you because then I would have really been in the middle. So I used Netflix and hope you'd figure it out for yourself. Melinda, is that ringing a bell? No, it's not. Okay, so go turn on your TV, open up the Netflix profile, 
and then go to my list. Are you telling Melinda to go to her her Netflix profile and my my list? What is that? It's where you save things to watch for later. This is turning into like a knives out yeah. who done it kind of situation. Oh my god, did you do this? I did. What does it say? The show Girl Boss is saved. The show Inventing Anna is saved, and the movie Love Affair is saved. And what is all that supposed yeah. to mean? My husband's boss is named Anna, and that's who he was having an affair with. Girl boss, oh. Anna, love affair. Wow. It's really cryptic. So it's you very all cryptic. This stuff to Melinda's Netflix account? Yeah, I did it one day while I was cleaning after I found out. I was hoping to create a little suspicion or something. That's well, I did really, it. Really, really clever. Almost too clever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too clever, for sure. Susie, you said you could never clean for Melinda again. Why is that? I realized after it happened that that dual relationship was too much, and I valued you as a friend, and I never want to be put in a position like that again. I would like, out of respect for all the work that you have done for me for all these years, to give you an end-of-work bonus. I've mailed it to you. You don't have to deposit the check, but it's yours, and I hope you'll accept it because you deserve it. Well, I think this is just a formality at this point to ask if Susie will forgive Melinda for firing you. She was upset, obviously. You forgive her, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can understand. Listen, we've all been through bad breakups, and this was a marriage. He was a total dirtbag for doing that to you. So I get it. You were really hurting. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and I hope that you will accept that check because you deserve it, and then maybe whenever you're ready, I would love to have tea or lunch or, like, a bunch of drinks with you. (laughs) A bunch of drinks. Yeah. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Wow. Coming up tomorrow at 7, Ryan's living on the streets because his roommate said, we no longer feel safe with you living in our house. Jeez. We're going to find out what makes this guy so dangerous tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock on Forgive and Forget. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.